Hello, my friends. I am Paymon Motehede, the president of Freedom Law School, which I created in 1996. In this presentation, I will show you how to pay zero federal income taxes legally based upon United States government's own official legal websites only. You're going to be very happy to see this. Just be patient because I want to simplify it for everyone. Even a dummy will understand this. If you just be patient and give me the chance to take you through the steps because I made law really easy for you guys to understand. Now, I found the Freedom Law School back in 1996. I've been at this for a long time. All this hair was black when I started studying the IRS, the Internal Revenue Code, the federal tax laws back in 1992. Yes, this is the federal tax laws. I'm going to simplify for you like you've never, ever seen anybody else to do. So first, I'm going to show you the core of what I'm going to show you, the presentation. Then I'm going to prove it to you from government's own official legal websites. Here it is, folks. I'm going to show you that only residents of Washington, D.C. and citizens of Washington, D.C. and federal employees are required to file and pay federal income taxes. So with that theory, just hang in there. Let's go to the 1040 U.S. Individual Tax Return Form for 2021. As you see, it's a U.S. Individual Income Tax Form. That's key. What does the term U.S. mean? I will show you what it means. U.S. means District of Columbia from the government's own legal websites. Hang in there, okay? And you'll see that from IRS's own website, again, irs.gov, this is the instructions for the 1040 income tax confession trap form, the return they call, right? And it tells us that on page eight about filing requirements, that these rules apply to all U.S. citizens, regardless of where they live and resident aliens. Now, we're gonna to go to the U.S. House of Representatives website, okay? Office of the Law Revision Council. It tells us right there that the United States Code is a consolidation and codification by subject matter of the general and permanent laws of the United States, the federal government. It is prepared by the Office of the Law Revision Council of the United States House of Representatives. It's the official source of the law at uscode.house.gov, and you can do this on your smartphone on your personal computer, just like me, follow me along if you wish, okay? Now, you could, for example, look up, like me, 26 pace USC one house.gov. If you search that like I did, you're gonna get the same results as me, okay? You see what comes up, this uscode.house.gov. Here it is, folks, from Title 26, Internal Revenue Code. Folks, there are 
54 categories of federal law. Category 26 is the federal tax laws known as the Internal Revenue Code. This whole thing, it's about 10,000 pages of tiny font, tissue thin paper of gobbledygook, sifted through it, make it easy to understand the most relevant language on point you will see. So let's go back to Title 26, okay? And it is uh, tax imposed, Section 1, 26 U.S.C. 1, or Title 26 of United States Code, Section 1, is tax imposed, right? Part 1, tax on individuals. We're going to go jump now to the regulation by the U.S. Treasury Interpretation of United States Treasury, which is published at govinfo.gov. That's the official website of the federal government that publishes the Code of Federal Regulations, CFR. We're going to look at the U.S. Treasury Regulations of 26 U.S.C. Section 1, Section 1 of the Internal Revenue Code. You see right here? Determination of tax liability tax on individuals. This is part 1.1-1 income tax on individuals. A. General rule section 1 of the code imposes an income tax on the income of every individual who is a citizen or resident of the United States. Let's pause at this. We'll come back. And we're going to have to define what is United States mean. That is very key, folks. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to show you that the term United States only applies to the District of Columbia. And you're going to see the proof from U.S. government's official legal websites. Here it is again from uscode.house.gov from Title 26, Internal Revenue Code, Chapter 79, Definitions. We go down, we see definitions A, 7701A. When used in this title, what title? Title 26, again, the Internal Revenue Code. Code. This whole thing is online. You can read it for yourself just like me so in this title they define all kind of different things okay things that everybody knows what they are they're pretty common obvious things we're going to go down to nine and ten the term united states when used in a geographical sense and that is what we want to know what land mass geography are they speaking about the 50 states Hawaii, Alaska, where, right? And they tell us that the term United States, when used in geographical sense, includes only the states and the District of Columbia. You say, well, Paymon, how about states then? Well, here the term state shall be construed to include, again, the District of Columbia. So, you have District of Columbia plus states, which is also District of Columbia. So 
you have District of Columbia plus District of Columbia, you get the same. You still get the District of Columbia. I know what you're thinking. Oh, come on, Herman. The 50 states are obviously included in there. There was no need to mention them, right? Wrong, according to the U.S. Supreme Court. Let's go to U.S. Supreme Court's website, supremecourt.gov, and there we see this case of Stenberg versus Carhartt, which was decided in year 2000. And in relevant part language, it tells us this. When a statute or law includes an explicit definition, like the one I've shown you now, we must follow that definition even if it varies from that term's ordinary meaning. So the ordinary meaning of the states, 50 states, doesn't apply here. We must follow that specific definition that is given to us. And the Supreme Court continues and says it is axiomatic, which means self-evident, obvious, that the statutory definition of the term excludes unstated meanings of that term. So that term, you think, states, includes the 50 states? Uh-uh, it excludes 50 states. That is according to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, we're going to go out to look up another Supreme Court case from the Library of Go Congress at loc.gov. Gould versus Gould. Right? The 1917 unanimous U.S. Supreme Court case. Right? Let's go to the relevant language of this unanimous U.S. Supreme Court tax case. That tells us in the interpretation or understanding of statutes, laws, levying, imposing taxes. So, in understanding laws and imposed taxes, it is the established rule, when well known rule, not to extend their provision. Do not extend the provision of tax laws by implication, by implying beyond the clear import of the language used or to enlarge their operation, enlarge the operation of the tax laws so as to embrace matters not specifically pointed out. Something is not specifically pointed out in tax laws, it's not there. There is no implying. There is no implying the 50 states are included in the definition of the term United States. Uh-uh, it's not there. This is unanimous tax case, Supreme Court 9-0, and the court tells us that if you have a doubt, check this out. In case of doubt, they mean the tax laws are construed or understood, interpreted, most strongly 
against the government's power to tax and in favor of the citizen not being taxed. Not strongly, folks. Uh-uh. Most strongly against the government and in favor of the citizen. So that settles it. Done. And the story, there is no other way to understand these laws. That's all there is to it. End of story. 50 states is not included. So, when you see here it is, again, Regulation 1.1-1, that says Section 1 of the Code imposes an income tax on the income of every individual who is a citizen or resident of the United States, means a citizen or resident of Washington, D.C. That's what it says. You see United States? Now change it to Washington, D.C. Now, let's go on to, again, so you see tax imposed that they talk about? That's what it's referring to. Okay? Let's go on the code section 7701, and let's see, I have to give you another term called non-resident alien. Okay? I have to give you that definition. And the individual is a non-resident alien if such individual is neither a citizen of the United States nor a resident of the United States, which means you are neither a citizen or residence, resident of Washington, D.C. You do not reside in, your, in D.C. and you are alien to D.C. So, let me clarify something for you all. America is not a country. America is a union of 50 states. Every state in America is a country. California, Florida, Texas, they're all their own countries. They have their own legislatures that makes laws. Governors that govern them, executive branch, and their own Supreme Court and judicial system. We are in a union of 50 states where the federal government was created by the states back in 1789 and given a few specific delegated powers. That's why the president every year gives the State of the Union address, not the State of the Country address, because we're not a country. We're 50 countries in the Union. That's how the founding fathers did it and designed it. States have all the powers except those that are specifically given to the federal government. So if you're not from Washington, D.C., you are non-resident of Washington, D.C., and you're alien to Washington, D.C., District of Columbia. So whether you're from France, Japan, Egypt, Texas, Florida, or California, you are a non-resident alien with respect to the District of Columbia. Got that? So now look at this. You see that, okay, a non-resident alien is you. Someone who is neither a citizen or resident of the District of Columbia, nor a resident of the District of Columbia. That is what they're saying, okay? Within the meaning of subparagraph A, by the way, which becomes the subparagraph A, okay, 
resident alien, for example, okay, is shall be treated as a resident of the United States, which is D.C. See, they go. They have these specific definitions, folks. All these key terms, okay. For the purposes of this title, Title 26, folks. Yep, the Title 26, a non-resident alien is someone who is not does not live. Reside in D.C. and is foreign to Washington, D.C. Now, according to the federal tax laws, folks, I'm going to have to show this to you as well. Per the Internal Revenue Code, as a business owner or independent contractor, you are not involved in the trader business. Yes, a business owner is not involved in the trader business within the intent and letter of the Internal Revenue Code. You go to 7701-26. Look at that amazing definition of the term trader business, which includes the performance of the functions of a public office. I know that's amazing, but that's what it is. Check it out for yourself, folks. This is how I use deception to deceive you to become a slave voluntarily filing and paying income taxes that you never owed in the first place. So now we're going to go back to uh, uh, CFR Part 1.1-1 that imposes a tax on resident or citizen of the United States. It continues, it says, and to the extent provided by Section 8. 71B or 877B on the income of a non-resident alien individual. See, non-resident alien, someone not from the District of Columbia like you. So how could you be owing federal taxes? Here it is, these two sections, 871B, I'm going to go through, 877B is, is pretty much the same thing, okay? Here's 871. Tax on non-resident individuals, okay? And we're going to go down to B, part of this, okay? Jump to that. It's income connected with the United States Business Graduate Rate of Tax. That's the District of Columbia in position of tax. From non, whenever you see the word United States, I'm going to read it as District of Columbia. Got it? Someone's not from non-resident alien. I'm going to say someone from the 50 states. Because everybody from the 50 states is a non-resident alien with respect to Washington, D.C. or the District of Columbia. So a non-resident alien, <clears throat> someone from the 50 states, engaged in per trader business. Oh, that's performing functions of federal law. Public office. So someone from outside of D.C. involved in performing functions of public office within Washington, D.C., like a postal worker, soldier, federal employee, congressman, right? During a taxable year shall be taxable as provided in Section 1, see? Section 1 of the Code, or 55 on his taxable income, which is effectively connected with the conduct of a performance of function of public office 
within Washington, D.C. Wow. You see how clear it is now once you understand the definitions? Okay. And again, it tells us that in determining taxable income, for the purposes of paragraph one, gross income includes only gross income, which is effectively connected with the conduct of a performance of function of public office within Washington, D.C. Yep, that's right, folks. Remember, these definitions are absolutely key. Yep, these are very key. You've got to go by these definitions that we have in the code. Now, let's go to this key term. In the federal tax laws, Internal Revenue Code, you are not a United States person. Well, as you've seen, that makes sense because you're not a Washington, D.C. person, right? Well, let's see that here because we showed the United States is Washington, D.C. Therefore, you're not a Washington, D.C. person. And there it is. 7701, okay, A30 tells the United States person, the term United States person means a citizen or residence of Washington, D.C. By the way, as far as partnership, it's also a domestic, which, mean, which means within D.C. partnership. A corporation, only a D.C. corporation. Yeah. Even a corporation, folks, that's in the 50 states or anywhere in the world, does not have to pay federal income taxes. You are not a United States person. Amazing, huh? Yes, yeah, so folks, you see how these definitions are critical, folks, okay? And based upon that, you see, now you see it makes sense that it says Section 1 of the Code imposes an income tax on the income of every individual who is a citizen or resident of Washington, D.C. And to the extent that provided by sections 871B or 877B on the income of a someone who is non-resident alien with respect to Washington, D.C. individual. That's what it is. So this 1040 form, U.S. Individual Income Tax Return, yes. It is only for Washington, D.C. citizens or residents. That's why here, the 1040 income tax form instructions by the IRS correctly tells you that these about five requirements, these rules apply to all Washington, D.C. citizens, regardless of where they live and resident aliens. Now the riddle has been solved for you folks. This U.S. is not the 50 states. It's only District of Columbia. So the way that you legally pay zero income taxes is simple. Do not become ever a citizen or resident of Washington, D.C. And do not become a federal worker. Do not perform functions of federal public office. But the public office they described is not someone from France or Egypt or California or Florida. It's obviously a federal public office they are referring to. So I'm going to show you one more thing. I'm going to look it up with you. Just check this out. I'm going to show you how 
easy it is to look up all these things for yourself. I'm going to show you now oil taxes, okay? Type in with me, folks. 26 space, USC space, 4612 space, house.gov. So you can do it just like me, folks. When you hit enter, what comes up? Here it is. Definition of special rules from U.S. House of Representatives. You open that in a new tab. And you see, again, this is also from Internal Revenue Code. However, this is subchapter A, tax on petroleum, oil taxes, right? So we'll see that 4612 has special rules and definitions. And it tells us that for the purposes of this subchapter, what subchapter? Subchapter A, tax on petroleum, okay? And they define all kind of terms like crude oil and other things. Let's go down to United States. And United States means, look at that, folks, the 50 states. See? They use the term 50 states if the federal government had the authority to tax you the 50 states. They mention also the District of Columbia and many other territories and possessions of the United States. Many of them are listed and they even list continental shelf areas and even foreign trade zones. You cannot go by implication. Remember, Supreme Court told us there is no such thing as tax uh, implication, okay? When a statute includes an explicit definition, we must follow that definition even if it varies from that term's ordinary meaning, right? It is axiomatic, self-evident, obvious that the statutory definition of the term excludes unstated meanings of the term. So bottom line, folks, that's why at Field Moscow's website at livefreena.org, at the very top of the page, folks, what I have on there, I tell you that you want to take these seven steps to live free now by virus deception, robbery, and slavery. What I just showed you was the beginning of this step one, based on U.S. government's official legal websites. No law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. So folks, you want to watch videos right here on this front page? Then go down to steps two and forward. I'm going to mention step two because that's a big one for a lot of people, folks. Yep. You probably think that filing a 1040 income tax confession trap form is the safest, smartest way to keep the IRS from hurting you, right? Mm -mm. The opposite is true, folks. You hang yourself when you sign those 1040 tax forms under oath, under penalty of perjury, and you hand the rope to the IRS to pull and hang you. You want to click on the cartoon or more. You also probably think that IRS is the most powerful government agency that can anytime empty your bank account and steal your money if you do not file 
Henfoy tax confession draft forms? Well, folks, it's not true. All you have to do is click on this cartoon. The media has made IRS the powerful entity in your mind because in reality, if you pull the curtain, you see IRS is not the powerful thing. Okay, that's Freedom Law School at the bottom, the total. Telling you the truth, folks, do not be afraid of the Wizard of Oz, IRS. And you know something else, folks? Me, I found Freedom Law School back in 96, but even before that, folks, I had not filed or paid any income taxes since 1993. The IRS knows this fact very well. The IRS has never attempted to indict or put me in prison for not having filed or paid any U.S. income taxes for almost 30 years. And I'm telling you, the American people, you don't have to file income tax either. 99% of you, right? Guess what? Why am I not in prison? Why am I not in prison? Because I know the law. And Irish knows to leave me alone. Otherwise, I'll kick him and I'll beat them many times when they did try to mess with me. When you equip yourself with knowledge and are prepared, the Irish is easy to beat. Yes, I've done it many times, folks. And so can you. So this is the myth of the Irish on the left, which the media has portrayed in your brain for decades. And your accountant and CPAs have drummed in your head, but the reality is on the right, as you can see for yourself. Yep, click on the cartoon. I'll show you how many times I've beaten the IRS in their own tax court as well. And folks, I know this sounds incredible, but if you take the step five and write to your Congress members about these, what I just showed you and more, write to them, ask them if you record a file of income tax. And I'm telling you, you should file and pay income taxes, federal income taxes, but only if your congressman can show you that the law that requires you to file income tax applies to you. If they cannot show you the law that requires you to file income tax, don't. Yep. And folks, you have the right to ask questions. These petitions our website are there. You can check them out for yourself. Click on this image, the petitions, letters, samples to fill out the congressman are there. You to fill out and sign and send for free to the IRS. And I encourage every single one of you to exercise your First Amendment right and sign and mail those petitions to your congressman and ask them to show you the law. Refute all these legal argumentations I saw the government's legal websites, have them refute it if they can. Because they cannot. So you say, Payman, well, what I, where do I go from here? I want to be safe. I don't want to get in trouble with the IRS. Well, then step six is for you. You can join our Restore Freedom Plan and feel safe to do so with our seven-year million dollar guarantee yep seven year million dollar guarantee yep by not paying income taxes that you never owed in the first place yes you never owe them 
forever. And now, guess what? You're going to drain the swamp, stop actually supporting the deep state enemies, and restore freedom and prosperity for you and your family and America. Yep. Again, it's very simple, folks. You can lawfully stop buying and paying federal income taxes with our Restore Freedom Plan, and Freedom Law School will keep the IRS from levying your money, which means taking your money by force. For seven years, I'll give you that guarantee for each year. Or Freedom Law School will reimburse you up to a million dollars for every single year that you're up with Freedom Law School. Member of the Restore Freedom Plan, you get a separate seven-year million-dollar guarantee. Folks, as fantastic as it is, unbelievable as it is, I'm going to offer you step seven as well. You have a chance, folks, with our freedom opportunity to tell other people about this and get paid tax-free for each American that you're free with our freedom opportunity plan. Folks, you watch this video because you were meant to watch it. It was no accident. You were looking for the truth. You were looking for freedom. You knew something was wrong with this whole IRS thinking system. But you couldn't put your finger on it. Well, I put my finger on the exact legal sections that apply. I put it there for you. You know what? I'm a live and let live kind of a guy. I just want to be free, left alone, do my life the way I want to. And you can have your life the way you want to. Not be deceived, robbed, and enslaved. However, I cannot make you free. I want you to be free. I love to share all this great news and freedom for you, prosperity, peace of mind, confidence, and restore freedom in America for you in America, but I cannot do it. You, every one of you, have to make that choice for yourself. So, I invite you to watch our videos in more detail. Go through the seven steps I showed you and use your car. When you're in your car, plug your smartphone in your audio system of your car, the Bluetooth, or let it play if you're on there, and just listen to the audio as you safely watch the road. On your way to and from work and shopping, listen to be free. Yes, that dead time is now your time to be free. Educate yourself. Then when you get home, you can watch those videos at dinner or lunch table on your smartphone or your personal computer to verify everything and take the seven steps to be free. I give you each of you my love. I would love for every one of you to be free, but it's up to you to take that loving gesture of me, accept it, and give yourself the opportunity to be free. Live now. 
at livefreenow.org.